You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Atlanta, what's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man, it's Friday. The weekend is here for many of you. It's a long weekend. President's Day is Monday, which is a holiday, which is a dumb holiday. But nevertheless, it's a holiday, and you may well, have time on, off. Hold on. We used to honor George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. We used to get each day. What do you mean? Eh. Hey. Founding fathers. What do you mean? Eh. Hey, listen, but who takes President's Day? Who t- oh, Every- yeah. Everybody oh, takes oh, President's Day. Oh, I, t- and- I take it off when the company tells me to take it off. Oh, now that's the case. When we weren't getting it off, we were like, we're not yeah. on President's yeah, Day. But it was a push. The old boss used to make us work Memorial Day when nobody was freaking listening. Well, that's the point. This is one of those holidays I would love to push. That's what I mean. Eh. We can celebrate presidents, but the timing of this holiday is like... Why can't this be Super Bowl Monday right. and not this Monday? Well, the federal government and the National Football League need to get in the same page, and one 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 entity needs to move it up, or one entity needs to move their game back. Either way, I'm with you. I think you could either let's say if you want to, I know Martin Luther King Day, you could take President's Day. I know some of these say these are not movable feasts, yeah. but yeah. the idea that it would be the Monday after the Super Bowl would be perfect. Yeah, I just that's that's what I mean. Ah, so uh, long weekend for for many of you, and certainly us. Um, I don't know. As I'm thinking back, Mike, who has captivated our imagination like Tiger Woods? And I'm watching today, and I'm sitting here and watching the Riviera Country Club, and this is Tiger's tournament, the Genesis Open. And, you know, many of you know, a couple of years back, obviously, this is when he was leaving, he had the accident, um, and this was where they were at. But I'm sitting there and I'm going, who, who have I wanted to watch in the world of sports like this? Like on a random Friday, and they're on, and you go, I got to find a way to watch them. I got to find a way to tune in. I don't know, is it on my cable, or do I have to get a streaming service? And the point is, when you think about the world of sports, right, and I don't know how old you are, but but Mike, the only guy I can think of is, you know, when Michael was in his prime, I'm talking about Michael Mm -hmm. Jordan, you had to find a way to watch the game. Whether you're going to go to a bar, whether you were going to a friend's house, if Jordan was on, and specifically in the playoffs, because the regular season, you know, is the regular season. But in the playoffs, it was captivating, right? You're like, I got to see what he's going to do. It seems like every tournament Tiger plays in, whether we know he's not ever going to be 100% again or not, hmm. it's just captivating, man. And people, like the gallery today, it's like, People are following this guy around like they've never seen Tiger Woods. Yeah, man, and I was you and me were lucky enough to see him in his prime, and now you just you know like I love the guy. I never would have picked up the clubs if it wasn't for Tiger Woods because I thought golf was elitist and snobby because it was, and it still is in some circles. And I love the fact that this guy is you know just battling, and I'd love to see like first make the cut. You know, can he can he make the cut and then see what he can do on Saturday and Sunday? But I'm with you, and with all due respect to all the guys, and I watched the uh, the first four episodes of Full Swing, which is the new Netflix uh, docudrama on the PGA Tour, which last year, Carl, with the Live Tour, there's so many storylines, it's fascinating. But Tiger is the guy above anybody who's in the top 10 you want to see and you want to see him do well. 
And again, if you're still hating on Tiger, that says more about you than Tiger because nobody's perfect and yada yada. But I'm with you 100%. I'm, I'm watching. I watched yes, you and I during the commercial breaks. We're watching. I'm intrigued. Can't stop. Think about any sport, like even football, right? I mean, football is such a team game. Tom Brady retires. It's a big deal. Game is fine. Game is going to move on. We're on to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, five new st- stud quarterbacks in that draft the last two years. We're, right? we're, we're moving on. And, and, and it's no knock to Tom Brady. Great career. Unbelievable. Maybe never match. The league is fine. I, I just don't know if there's a guy that captivates you the way that Tiger Woods does. And, and I, that's the thing that, that you know, astonishes me today is I'm sitting there and I'm going, I've seen him 8 million times. I know what he's, how his swing is. And I'm still there looking and watching. Is he going to hit this right? Is he going to hit the putt right? And I think from the world of sports, there are just very few guys that have ever done that, where you felt like, oh, yeah, I, I got to go watch or I got to tune in. 404-741-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Uh, if there's a guy for you, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Follow Mike. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up. See Dukes. And, of course, this radio show, Dukes and Bell 929. Follow the radio station at 929 The Game and across all other social media platforms, guys, Facebook, Instagram. We are all over the place. Um, lots to get to today. But I, I just, you know, we were starting and talking about this open because everybody's paying attention. He's not playing bad, by the way. Uh, you know, for, for you non-golfers out there, this is one of those stories where if he plays good here, it gives, I think, a lot of people hope that maybe Mikey could win a major because it's the first time he's walked. Yeah, but I mean, uh, last year the the idea, and again, even this year to see him, you know, he, he didn't look the same. He walks with a bit of a pronounced limp. You see it. You see him. You you and I. I mean, again, I hate to sound like a fanboy, but so be it. That I'm a Tiger fanboy. When he's in a bunker, I'm like, oh no. Because he's got to, you know, because, you know, anybody who plays golf, you got to get, and River, have you ever seen Riviera? There's a lot of hills, and anytime he's off the fairway, you're like, oh, no, Tiger. Because there could be one step, one misplaced foot, a gopher hole, whatever it would be, Carl, and then here we go again. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely with you. I think Joe Montana was that guy, but you touched on it. Football is, is a team sport. Uh, as a kid, you know, I worshipped Tom Seaver. Later on, it was Doc Gooden. I think if you're a Braves fan, you grew up watching Maddox and Glavin and Smoltz because that was, that was the individual achievement in, within the team concept. I would agree with that. Pitchers have this ability. Right. Nolan Ryan, you had to see it. Like, you didn't know if he was going to throw a no-hitter. You, I got to watch this. And to your point, Glavin, Maddox, uh, Maddox and Smoltz, they, they fit that same bill, Mike, because pitchers, it's just that individual thing that right. happens where I can completely tr- control a game. I can shut a team down, and it will fascinate you. And, and I might do it not just one one start. I may do it for the next three starts. Now, the home run derby was one thing in its own with McGuire and Sosa. Later on, obviously, the luster came off it for the obvious reasons. When Bonds was doing his thing and looking at maybe two good pitches an entire game, yeah. that was it. So, now, again, now that's more nuanced if you're not a baseball fan. But, but you're right. Something. No, and he was ch- – you're right, man, because everybody was wondering if he chased the record and, and you know, whether you thought – what you thought of him. It was fascinating to watch. Uh, Davis E. says, listen, right off the bat, I'm going to tell you guys, Herschel, Dion, mm-hmm. Vic, and he says Acuna. Right. See, that's how I, I – not last year's Acuna because he was coming off this injury was not 100%. I'm hoping we get the 2018-2019 Acuna, guys. I'm telling you, he's still in 40 bases. He's going to be on point. But he's right. That's how I felt about Acuna, that you just felt like he's going to go four for five and do something special, make a crazy catch in the outfield. Mm. Now he's not playing center anymore. But, Mike, I'm with him on that. 
Yeah, and Mike Vick in like 2002. I mean, that's that's one that uh, is just amazing. I remember being in Vegas, the the mini uh, the Minnesota run where he's bouncing off guys and takes it to the house. But that was the you know, of course 2003. You know, you don't you're missing for much of the season because he gets hurt in the preseason. But 04 and then five and six. Yeah, there were moments. But you're right. The t- the first year was just there was nothing like it. Nothing no, like it. No, he came out and Michael Money Harris again for the short period of time. He was like, wow, what's he going to do? I'm curious to see how he follows it up. Brad hits us up. He says, Serena, the Williams sisters, but Serena, she was so damn good. You I just- was watching that U.S. Open now because <sighs> that was your swan song, and I was I watched more tennis in that week than I watched probably the last 10 years combined. And that was the one where everybody was like, yeah. the stars came to out, right? To your point, right. Yeah. Right. All we're talking about is there are very few guys or women in sports that you just go, I got to see what's happening. I, I got to watch. I got to find a way to check this out. It's Dukes and Bell with Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're talking about Tiger being at the Genesis. Uh, and that's, again, his tournament. The, the group is fun to watch. Him and Roy are like driving the ball back and forth. It's been a fun tournament to watch. But, again, don't know what he's going to do for the weekend, hmm. but I'm here for it. You know, I was just thinking because uh, last night it was the dual races for the Daytona 500. The field is now set. We'll talk more about that with Squid coming up later. But I'll just give you one racing example from, from Formula One and from, uh, from NASCAR. Formula One, Michael Schumacher. You know, when he was coming out, when he was starting out, Ayrton Senna, mm. the guy was, a, the guy was a, a maestro in the car. And then Earnhardt, because he never really qualified that well at Carl, so you'd always have the race within the race, watching him make his way from the back of the field to the front, and he usually did it pretty quickly. So there was the, kind of the race within the race. But, yeah, man, you, we're just talking about the folks that you really do kind of get up in your seat to see. Post is up at Dukes and Bell 929. Who's the one athlete, past or present? And by the way, you know, we're talking about Tiger. It doesn't have to be because, like I said, depending on your age, it could be somebody – you know, if you listen to people, Mike, that saw Magic for the first time in Showtime Lakers, they were like, I had to watch the Magic show. It was incredible. Well, Fricky says Walter Johnson on the text line was <laughs> unbelievable. He said when the big train had it going and you were a Senators fan, there was nothing like it. <laughs> Pulls up at Dukes of Vail, 929. Tom Brady? LeBron? I mean, who is it for you? Mm. Gretzky? Yeah, Gretzky. It, it yeah. doesn't matter the sport. Right? People will tell you who saw him. Muhammad Ali. If he fought, I had to see (laughs) Muhammad Ali fight. Okay? Uh, That's what we're talking about. And and they're just uh, probably a handful of these guys. You may throw somebody out there that we're not, you know, going to say, oh, wow. But there's no wrong answers. I just think there's probably about 10 of these guys or ladies that you go, I had to stop or I took off. Or I bought it, whatever it was, Mike, pay per view, whatever it was going to be. And now again with Tiger, and again it's been—I've uh, read every book that's been written about him. And I know it's a—it's been a roller coaster of an experience for the fans and obviously certainly for Tiger. But I just think a guy like that at this stage of his career—I don't know how you don't root for him. Yeah. Anybody who's rooting against him, I don't—I don't really get that. Yeah, I, I don't I, know. I, I, he's made his mistakes, and yes, he probably could have been a hell of a lot nicer when he was coming up. And that's well, we don't have a time machine, so here we are now. Yeah. The media and the PGA Tour sure gets along with him now, okay. John Williams says, guys, Phelps in the Olympics. He's right. Now, it, it wasn't, again, that is such a yeah. moment in time, right, that we're so focused on. But, like, when Michael Phelps is going on for those, all yeah. for those medals, Mike, I was all in. Well, you know, I'm, I don't really follow swimming, so I wouldn't know what I'm watching. But Usain Bolt, I know who the fastest guy running 100 mm. meters is in the world. Yeah. And that was always something. It was fun, and you had to see it. All right, more on this coming up. Chuck Smith's going to join us, guys. Derek Carr is going to visit the Jets. J-E-T-S. Mm. S. All right, we're going to talk about that. We'll also talk about some of the guys Chuck's looking at as we start to prepare for the combine. Coming up on Dukes and Bell. It is Dukes and Bell. Appreciate all the input poll questions up, and it's really just about you answering the question. It's not even choices. It's uh, the one athlete 
Pastor present, who always uh, you had to stop and watch when they were playing their sport. And a lot of great answers coming in, man. I can't tell you. Um, somebody even mentioned Ronda Rousey. Now, if you're not an MMA, MMA fan, you go, ah, she was hot for a minute and was tapping people out. Right. Like every match, she was submitting people. And it, would be, it became one of those things, I got to see this Ronda Rousey. So it's interesting to, to hear. Michael Phelps is a big, uh, a big uh, guy on this, the answering cheat, or the sheet, should I say. And then also, Mike, it's... Somebody said, um, I'm looking at this now. Somebody said, uh, the Serena, what was the one that, that kind of got me? Oh, that one. Yeah. Human highlight film. Dominique. They said, yeah. Dominique. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Does he get that love like he should? He was so fun to watch, yes. man. I mean, if you, uh, if you, again, it's the old Atlantis thing, smaller market time back then, if you put him in New York. You know, put Neek in a Bulls jersey, put him in a Celtics jersey. It's a different vibe. But uh, everyone I've talked to, all the guys that had tickets back in the old days, it was unbelievable. The Omni, they said it was electric. Like that roof was going to, that waffle iron roof was going to fall off. <laughs> all right. You heard the music. That means Chuck Smith is here. Let's talk some football. Shift gears a little bit. Chuck, i got to ask you a question before we get into some of this other stuff. Uh, Derek Carr is visiting the Jets today. He's going to get to pick and choose pretty much where he wants to go. All right. I just want to ask you this. Would you, would you trade for Lamar Jackson? Absolutely, yes. Okay. He's an MVP. He's number one. He can run. He's a guy who's shown that when his receivers and he has a competent group, he can, you know, throw through the air. But, guys, he's a franchise quarterback, number one. He's only 26 years old. He's won an MVP. He's won an MVP. Now, I'm not sure how many we've had outside of Matt Ryan with the Atlanta Falcons. Sure. But he's won one. So, he was a lot younger. I mean, and then when you look at the way this offense is constructed, you got a running game. He can have success there. An offensive line that can run. Defense has nothing to do with this. If I can get him, I mean, listen, we talked about this. The only way, there's no other way for us to win a championship. If we're serious about the championship business as an organization, as fans, you got to get one of those. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, you got to get one of those. Jalen Hurts. And if Jalen Hurts can take the Philadelphia Eagles to the Super Bowl, listen, I believe Lamar Jackson can do that and even more. You're not worried, Chuck, and the only reason I said if it was three years ago, I'd be with you shoulder to shoulder on Lamar Jackson. I just worry about missing games, playoff record, a lot of sacks. And uh, I just, I, I, I wonder why the numbers have gone the way they have since he was that MVP you're talking about. Yeah. Well, I think he has to do a lot. I mean, it's not exactly like he has the receivers to throw to. I mean, he, to me, but, but I just, Mike, I do understand that injury factor. But that's just part of the game. You know, whether it's Josh Allen or any of them, let's look at uh, Tua Tunga Viola. He got hurt. He was in the pocket. So injury's going to come. You can't worry about that. I mean, from the standpoint of you're going to go for win the championship. I mean, I hear you. But – all kind of quarterbacks get hurt in different ways, but that's definitely something, Mike, that you do have to consider. But, you know, guys get hurt a lot of different ways, and you'd like to think that, you know, he'd have the kind of offense where you can get the ball out and you can run, be a limited runner like Patrick Mahomes and not have to run, you know, for 100 yards a game. We're talking with Chuck Smith, guys, uh, shifting gears. I just wanted to ask you that because we're going to be – we saw this Derek Carr yeah. thing, and, and listen, there's going to be a lot of talk about Lamar. Say what you want. Lamar is the number one free agent on the market. Because of all the things you yeah. said, 
number one free agent on the market, and that's why somebody will take a chance. Don't know if it's us. I'm just saying somebody's going to take a chance at trading for him and making sure that if he's on the market, they're going to try to get that guy. Um, let's talk about where you are headed and certainly what's going on with you. You're going to start training guys, getting ready for, uh, what, the HBCU combine as well as the, the yep. regular combine. Talk a little bit about this process, Chuck. Well, with the HBCU combine, first, it's powered by the NFL. The NFL – is you know in conjunction with the HBCU uh, Hall of Fame, and they're uh, putting this on, and it's it's a pretty good deal, and it's it's really the exact same thing that you'd see in Indianapolis, and you know when it comes to the running, the, the all the forties and all of the bench, all that stuff's going to happen where I come in at. I'm the defensive line instructor over the position specific drills on the field. It's going to be down in New Orleans, and. You know, they got a really good group of HBCU players out there that are coming this year. I, I feel it's an upgrade over the past. And I think because a lot of HBCU players have had success. And I think it's going to be a good thing. But I'll tell you one thing that even as I'm talking, it's so I, I remember uh, when Deion Sanders said, why can't we just have one bigger combine? That I'm not. That's not what I'm going to talk about. But it's weird still saying, and, and I kind of agree with him, but it's weird for me even saying I hate the separation of the HBCU combine in the regular combine, it, even me saying it, it off, rolling off my tongue a little bit, Carl, Mike, it just it's so it's still a little divisive to me from that standpoint. It is Big Chuck Smith, and he'll be working with all the elite pass rushers or making the other pass rushers elite as they get ready for the draft this year. Joins us on the WadeFord.com hotline. Yeah, man, this, uh, this draft, and we spent a little time yesterday in a Falcon report looking at the best athletes, looking at some of the options. Would you be upset if we went offensive tackle? In the in the draft this year, or has it got to be edge rush? No, nah, I, I I wouldn't be upset, but I I would be you know thinking that we could serve, but we need to get a guy inside. You need a mm-hmm. big guy that can get pushed in the middle, and you need an edge. But here's my thing about the edge: we can't get no edge. Got that right? Hey, hey, hey Mike, this sounds like we did a couple years ago. What was he saying? We we kept saying we had every year we need O line, O line, O line. Right. Now we need – we don't need more O-line. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm sorry. We don't need an edge. Mm. You know, we got edges. I mean, we got to let the process – we got Malone. You know, we got Ogundeji. I'm not sure if he's still under contract or what oh, his deal is. Okay. But, you know, okay, we got Ebicady. No, we need a guy inside. You know, to me, if there's a cornerback or something out there, I wouldn't, wouldn't have a problem with that or a safety. Right. But, no, nah, to me, we can't – You, if you go get another edge, unless he's – if you go get another edge, you're saying you don't believe in the guys we got enough. I'm just right. saying. Mm. Everybody, everything was a lot of hype about Malone and Evercady. Right. And they haven't even had their real shot yet to work as a tandem or, you know, so if Lorenzo Carter's not there, not sure how that'll work. Those guys should get more reps. And hopefully they'll earn it. But definitely, you can't, man. We can't be going to get no edge. Hey, this is a follow-up. <laughs> and by the way, he won't be there. He'll be gone by every guesstimation. But Will Anderson, you know, Will Anderson was everybody's number one defensive player. And, you know, Jalen Carter's maybe a little bit better on somebody's charts. What what was up with Will Anderson in the Alabama defense this year? Or is he still that rock star player? I think Will's a good player. You know, I think, Will, there's some development there. I think Will needs to learn how to use moves. I don't think Will really has developed high-performance moves. Uh, I think, you know, that's just part of the process. You know, when he's at Alabama, he could run over guys and run through them. But you know what? Anytime you become the quality player Will was and how he was respected and feared by other teams, you know, they double him, they slide protection to him, and it's hard for a young college guy to figure that out. I think he's going to be a, a good pro. 
I think uh, Jalen would be a good pro who's at Georgia. Again, there still is a development phase for him. For all the guys, pretty much as pass rushers. But I, I like both of those guys. Will Anderson just develop some moves because he's going to have to be a move guy. He's he, he's you know. Let me just compare him to Aiden Hutchinson, who I compare him to. Aiden's not the fastest or the twitchiest guy. You know, I don't I don't know how much quickness and really explosive quickness you know Will from that standpoint has, but is his body and his potential is that of a Pro Bowl. So he'll have to do it with moves, not necessarily coming off the corner like a Von Miller. 34 and a half sacks in his career at Alabama, as we talk about Will Anderson, projected to be top 10, uh, could be easily top oh, yeah. five because of the ability Chuck's talking about. It's Chuck Smith with us here on Dukes and Bell on a Friday, guys. Um, as we get ready to start evaluating some of these players that we're going to be spending a lot of time with, or at least about, over the next few months. And you know, what are you looking at when you start to, to train a guy? I, th- I had a guy ask me this question, and I thought it was interesting because he said, listen, we hear Chuck talk about these guys, but, like, when he sees a guy, are, is it like a golf swing where you're trying to change the technique, you're changing the <laughs> swing of a guy when you're talking about these pass rush moves? And I said, I don't know. Well, ask Chuck when he comes back on. I wanted to ask you. Passion. First thing is passion. Pass rushers, you got to have a certain kind of passion the game and one of the things that I ask him I have a I have some called a pass rusher knowledge challenge I ask it first thing I asked the pass rusher I said I want you to name the top 15 pass rushers according to career sacks of all time I give them five minutes to study and I give them five minutes to write it down because I give them some of them don't know but my thing is this if you don't know at least four or five and remember I'm giving them 15 and if you can't write down a couple, to me that says a lot about you because them guys who love the game, they know what their history is about. Then when I put them on the field, I check out, number one, their ability to retain pass rush move information. Can you retain the moves? When I teach you something, can you go and execute it? Then the next step, call is do you do what I teach you on the field? Mm. Do you try to do the spin? And will you – because the thing is, guys, we knew there were dinosaurs on this planet because we know the bones are out there. We know that moves are successful because we see other guys using them. You know what I'm saying? So, so those are important guys. But then you got dumb pass rushers. You got smart pass rushers. Dumb guys don't take that information and take it to the field, and they keep doing things that other guys that are success do. You know. So and then you got guys also, and there's I'm sure there's coaches that are listening and strength coaches and speed coaches, and they get caught up into well, if I get bigger, stronger, faster, I'm going to be better. Man, you got slow. You got guys in the Pro Bowl that couldn't break a five flat or bench 225, 20 times. Skill is number one. So any coach out there, guys that's listening, for you to the great development, it helps to have speed and strength. That's cool. But it doesn't hurt not to have it if you have high-performance skill technique and the knowledge to execute. Skill is number one. So they need to make sure that they keep that in uh, context when you try to have balance between – your program is 30 minutes lift, 30 minutes speed. And let's just do like two minutes on these little pass rush drills. Can't do that. <laughs> right. But, you know, when you talk about getting guys to the next level, I know we moved on from our defensive coaching staff. Guys like Chris Jones, uh, you know, Frank Clark, you look at the ups and what they just saw in the Chiefs. Some of those guys, they, they took them a while to develop to where they are now, right? Yeah. Yeah, it does take time. You know, Frank and Chris, and that's what we're talking about. I said, you know, Arnold, I mean, listen, Arnold, if he comes in this year, I'm just using him an example and doesn't kill it. I'm not giving up on them. Got to keep developing. It takes guys. It's, listen, it takes a few years mm-hmm. for some guys to have success. And so I'm not throwing them out. I'm totally with that. That's how a little bit of my career happened. 
But in the modern day, there are guys that happen like that all the time. So you just got to – you got to – but when you draft a guy as a pass rusher, you got to be like, almost like the quarterback. You got, man, I got to groom him. I got to let him get out there. He's going to fail, and then he's going to have success. But you can't give up on him. Chuck, man, great stuff. Looking forward to uh, how this all shakes out as we start looking ahead here the next couple of weeks uh, with the combine information we'll be getting out uh, Only some of these players. Man, get us out of here. Have a great weekend, Chuck. All right, guys. Live life every day like it's third and eight. And must watch TV for me, Muhammad Ali. There it is. And I had to watch him. I had to watch all Ali. Right. Great stuff, man. I mean, a lot of people are mentioning guys like Tony Hawk. This is interesting right. because, you know, again, the X Games came around. There's people, Mike, that they were skaters. They, this is what they did. And this guy brought light to a sport right. and a skill that a lot of people enjoyed casually, and he made it special. And if you saw Tony Hawk skating, you might he might do something that you've never seen. The thing with uh, Chuck brought up, in addition to the fights, which in the old days, pay-per-view would be in a movie theater and your dad would go with your uncle and see, was like ABC's Wild World of Sports. And Saturday, Muhammad Ali, even being simply interviewed by Howard Cosell, now if he was doing one of those crosstalks with Joe with Joe Frazier, somebody, some chairs were going to get overturned. Oh, yeah. It was going to be on. It was going to be, I mean, it was, you couldn't miss it. And that's when the TV stopped at 13, baby. Everybody was watching. We're talking about it because Tiger's playing, and I just said, listen, I, I don't know who captivates me more in the world of sports when he's on, even with, whether he's winning or losing. It has nothing to do with why I'm so fascinated by watching. All right, more on that coming up. We're coming, we're coming back. When we do, we're at the All-Star break. We're going to talk about that and more next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is Dukes and Bell. I would love to tell you that I'm super excited about All-Star Weekend, but I'm not. Partly due to the fact that we don't have a guy that we can cheer for and watch Mike and say, hey, our dude's there. Hey, we got a guy from the Hawks. So part of that is the the letdown of not having a guy that's going to be representing the the squad. But the game itself, uh, you know, I I will probably watch and pay attention because it's it's the NBA and I'll check it out because it's the all-star game. But 
as far as the weekend is concerned, I'm not necessarily overly excited. And I again, I, I'm like today. I was like, why? We don't got anybody there. If it was DJ or Trey, I might feel differently about it. Yeah, uh, AJ Griffin in the Future Stars game. Uh, unless you're the hardcore fan, not exactly household names in the slam dunk contest other than Kenyon Martin's son, Trey Murphy, a guard. Um, <laughs> Wait, Trey Murphy is a guard or a guy named Guard? No, Trey Murphy is a guard. Guard, yeah, 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 yeah. okay. You know, and, uh, and again, he's got hops and I'm sure he'll put on a show. But, uh, you know, it just. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Who else is in there? Oh, um, Mac McClung. Okay. And uh, Jericho Sims. Jericho? Yeah. Not the wrestler. No. Okay. But that, that is your slam. Who's excited? Who's fired up? Slam dunk contest. Who's with me on What that? about the three-point contest? Give me some names. That's what I want to hear. Who's going to shoot lights out in the three-point contest? Yeah, let's take a look at that right okay. now. All right. As soon as it loads up on my computer. Chris, who's in it? Saturday night. I think Tyrese Halliburton's in it. He the is. man who beat out our star Trey Young for the All-Star game. He is. Lori Marketing, who's been leading the Utah Jazz. Right. Uh, Dame Lillard, obviously. Dame's having an unbelievable year. A star's actually going to compete in one of these things. Jason Tatum. How about that? Okay. Kevin Herter. Red Velvet. Tyler oh, wait, Hill. wait, wait. You mean our, the Kevin Herter that we traded away? Oh, yeah. To stay under the luxury, luxury tax? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's it's, in the three-point shootout. And which has affected our three-point shooting this season? Huh. That Kevin Herter? I need a hero. Tyler Hero. Correct, Bo. Anthony Simmons. Yeah. Simons. That's it. Buddy Heald. The old Oklahoma player. Not This isn't a bad yeah. field. No, that's a good field. I'm speaking because I know for the guys. Correct. And that's part of the issue. But the, the All-Star Weekend, Utah, that's Saturday night, 830. So mm-hmm. I'll set the DVR, and I'll go back maybe and watch and see mm-hmm. if I'm busy or we're out or whatever. But to Mike's point, that's the deal. The slam dunk contest, here's the deal. I'm over it. I, I just am. There's just only so many ways one can dunk a basketball. Well, here's the problem, Mike. When we were growing up, <laughs> to see these dunks, you only saw them there. Now, with the invent of YouTube and right. social media, I, t- I, could t- I could give you guys three sites right now. You can go see guys dunk, and right. you- they'll be better dunks than what you'll see on right. Saturday night. Right. And-, and the fact is, these are like dudes from the street on the block. Yeah. These are not NBA players. Well, I'd rather see Escalade, but he's gone now. So th- that's part of the problem. If I can go to YouTube and go click, click, best dunk, best street dunk, best whatever, and I see a guy jump over six people, right. I- I'm not going to see that well, I mean, at the slam dunk contest. You know, when uh, it's just taking something away from. Yeah, me. it just it's it's just not the same juice. You know, now, I love in dunk games. I mean, in, yeah, in, I mean, in, in, in the, in the game, in some cases, it's a big momentum shift. In some cases, it signifies nothing, like Bridges when he was with yeah. Charlotte because we came back, hit a three, we won the game. But sometimes it's that big emphatic boom moment which changes the uh, the vibe of the game. Like Ja, right? right. When ja, ja dunked on who was that? He dunked on the Spurs this year, and you right. were just like, oh, there's nothing in those. Yeah, Bertle, and he does. Right. This is twice he's dunked on him, right? If I remember correctly. But well, the, I mean, like when Wright Howard puts on a cape. Okay, using a prop, but at least it sticks in your head. It was sure. something. It was a big guy getting up in the air. Sure. You know, I mean, we talked about Blake Griffin, whose career is kind of now he's kind of just a dude now, but Blake Griffin jumping over the hood of a Kia. You know, it was, but it was still people got excited. But then you go back to what we remember, the biggest names. It's hard to imagine a slam dunk contest with Larry Nance and Michael Jordan and Dominique Wilkins and uh, Clyde Drexler. Yeah. I mean, the, and these are the great – that's the thing. The guys who are really the aerial artists or the big names – like, I don't expect LeBron to do this. He's up in the, he's up in age now. But you just wish, you know, like when you see Vince Carter and Dominique doing the uh, game with Bob Rathbun the other night and you take you back to when those guys were in the slam dunk contest – 
it was, it was something special. It was different. No doubt. Uh, and, and, you know, I know it sounds like, uh, well, in my time, <laughs> but I just think the part of my – Part of the fascination was you were going to watch a slam dunk contest and you weren't going to get those dunks anywhere But else. these were superstars who played in the NBA, and they did everything, but their yes. calling card was above-the-rim stuff. You're absolutely right. And these are just a bunch. And look, the guys in the slam dunk contest, maybe they'll go on and do some great things. But right now, and yeah, I just, I just the casual, again, we talk about the casual fan. The moment, oh, wow, it doesn't, doesn't happen for me. I'm with you. I'll just, if something big pops, I'll see a highlight on ESPN on SportsCenter. It is Dukes and Bell, Turtle Behind the Glass, our engineer, Bo Morgan, executive producing on a Friday. Let's hit some headlines. Strap in, youngins. Hitting the headlines with Dukes and Bell. While we're talking about the NBA, let's hear KD finally speaking. And Mike, he's upset with the way things Uh ended in Brooklyn. Yeah, I was upset that we couldn't finish. I thought we had some good momentum. We were finally building the culture that we always wanted. Every game, we were building our chemistry, but I didn't know what was going on with Kyrie and his situation with the organization, so I didn't really focus on that. I only focused on what we were doing on the court, and uh, it was a blow to our team. It it just took away our identity. He was a huge, huge part of what we do. His game, he's a Hall of Fame player, a great, great player that can do everything on the floor, and we relied on that. So without him, we didn't have a clear identity. So that was tough for me to stomach, and and I love playing with those guys throughout the year. I felt like we had Dudes with that were stepping up and doing stuff that they didn't do on their previous team. So I enjoyed everything about it. And it was tough to not finish the season. But, you know, I just tried to move forward as quickly as I can and try to figure something out for myself, but also still focus on trying to rehab and get back. So it all happened so fast, but I'm glad it worked out this way. He didn't know because Kyrie didn't talk to him. The two biggest stars on the mm-hmm. team, he's like, yo, bro, I'm not digging this. I'm not signing a deal here. I'm leaving. You don't you don't text him, you don't TikTok him, you don't <laughs> Facebook him, you don't Instagram him. Or just walk across the locker room and talk to him. However you want to communicate. Yeah. I, I think that's the most revealing part when Kevin's like, yeah, I really know what was going on with Kyrie. You guys wanted to play together. I mean, I I mean, on face value, everything he said, it's kind of well, it's how you things went down. And Kyrie, there was a lot of extra baggage to unpack this year, his suspension, the stuff last year when he couldn't play in New York City because the Vax rules. There's a lot of stuff going on, but you know it's Durant hears and knows everything. He's you know he's come on. We we already know how, he's got rabbit ears like anybody. So it's a, I got I don't know. I, I <laughs> kind of call a little shenanigans on that. To your point, you have no idea. You get blindsided by this. Come on. Meanwhile, Tiger Woods one under as he's playing uh, the Riviera Country Club. It uh, is round two today. Coming off of round one, he had three birdies in a row yesterday. Mm. Got a lot of people excited about what could happen today in the run. Here's what he said. Same time, just the feeling of the butterflies and trying to calm all that stuff down, the adrenaline, the ball goes further, even though it's cold out here. And we adapted very quickly. And uh, as I was alluding to earlier, it was an unbelievable pairing. So to have those two great guys and... Uh, two great loops on the bag. Uh, you know, Bonesy and Joey go back forever. So um, it was a lot of fun. Of course, he's talking about Rory and JT, Justin Thomas. They're playing again today. Um, we will keep you updated throughout the course of the afternoon, but they've made their turn on the back nine. Hey, Mike, um, as we talk about the Chiefs coming off the Super Bowl, I found it interesting that, that Josh Allen was saying he feels like the Bills need to have more of what the Chiefs have. And I think he's talking about, is he talking about creativity? Is he talking about more offense? Listen to this. This is Josh Allen. To be the best, you got to beat the best. And 
you know, we didn't get that opportunity this year in the playoffs, and um, or we didn't take advantage of our opportunities, I guess you could say. If you look at him statistically and what he's been able to do in his first four, five, six years in this league, you know, it's kind of unmatched by anybody. So, you know, they're they're the the mantra of what you want to be, how you how you need to do it, because again, they're just constantly in the AFC Championship game. He's been in three Super Bowls now. Like, we got to find ways to, you know, it's a copycat league, so you got to find ways to to be like them. Well, Dorsey replaced uh, Brian Dable, who got the Giants' head uh, coaching job. You look at their uh, running backs: Singletary, uh, James Cook, Zach Morris, McKenzie. They got a lot. They same same like group of weapons. Now Pacheco came out of like the seventh round and just was unbelievably athletic for the Chiefs. Diggs, you could argue, is Davis as good and a number two as what? Well, I mean, the, let's be honest. Tyreek Hill left, and they did it with a sum of parts wide receiver core. They did. Uh, Dawson Knox is not Travis Kelsey, but he's pretty good. I guess what I got from that, the way I read it, is get me another wide receiver, and let's be a little more creative. <laughs> get me one more. Get me one more playmaker, and then let's uh, and then let's you know we'll, we'll see if we can get some uh, juice out for that. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. Um, I and, just... and Gabe Davis had seven touchdowns this year, eleven touchdowns for Diggs, and uh, but yeah, it is interesting that they they did fizzle. And a lot of it was he kind of he wobbled. He had a couple of wobbles. Josh Allen did uh, late in the season. They need, in my opinion, they should have lost to the Dolphins. No, no, no. I I agree with the what was it the third string quarterback yeah. at the time. But but I'm looking at uh, at the Bills and, and they pick late obviously in this draft. But Mike, if they go get my guy Bijan Robinson from Texas, giddy up, difference maker, and it takes so much pressure off of Josh because now he can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's he's an unbelievable running back. He should be gone by then, but you know how this thing goes. We'll talk more about the draft and more of uh, what's coming up in our NFL Blitz, including what's going on with a New Orleans Saints running back who's in trouble. Headlines brought to you by ATL Live Well. Low testosterone doesn't have to keep you down. Call ATL Live Well today. Don't just live, live well. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 